0: Dan, do you mind if my kitty cat hangs out with us for today's episode?
1: No, I don't mind. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I see him over there, so I figured we better we better uh, accommodate him or, you know, we don't want to we don't want to be rude to any animals here.
0: Yeah, he strayed to our house years ago and he's uh <laughs> Earned his way into the big house, I guess. And uh, here he is. He's made some appearances in my in my videos. Ah. Yeah. He'll just sometimes just be casually walking across the screen. Um, the one episode where I was showing my Titan attachments ballast box, if you recall, when I was pulling all these things out of my ballast box, the cat was in there too. And the
1: cat was in there.
0: Yeah. So he's going to hang out with us. If he has an opinion, he'll just raise his paw. Okay. And I'll hold, I'll hold the microphone over to him.
1: Well, it is interesting that your cat likes
0: to hang out with the woodhounds, but, you know, we'll,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll let it go.
0: Yeah, he's a championship mouser because I don't know how the mice just seem to gravitate to, to wood when it's stacked up. I was just loading my truck yesterday and I pulled up a log. and There was just this cute little nest. i just ruined some mouse's day it was dry and like toasty warm in there and i was like oh sorry bud you gotta go yep
1: eviction notice
0: yeah and then so he's been catching these they're not mice they're not rats i don't know what they were we googled them and it turned out that they are voles v-o-l-e have you ever heard of them Mm, i have not Yeah, they kind of, I don't know what they are, like a miniature guinea pig or something. They got like a blunt face and a shorter tail and their bodies are like bigger to their legs. I don't know. It's hard to explain. They just, I've never seen one before. And what we had noticed, what they do is they make little highways through your yard. Um, (laughs) If you stand back. Or if you go upstairs and look down into the grass, you can just see like this intricate pattern of of passage passageways under the grass. Wow! And, and that's how they that's how they go around. I was going to guess.
1: I was going to guess a shrew. Have you ever seen a shrew?
0: No, but um, I tamed one once, and I uh, named, I filmed it, and I called it the Taming of the Shrew, and it's it's been a very successful production. <laughs> nice yeah Yeah. so it's been um it's been some time after our lengthy hangover from the paul bunyan show and we've finally been able to uh, knock out some recordings of the woodhounds podcast the number one firewood podcast in the world
1: yeah i was just gonna ask if how how the recovery it Is going are you do you feel like you're fully 100% charged back up are you still a little little uh drained on the battery level
0: i think i'm good yeah i am i usually have something sore (laughs) it's it's nothing (laughs) nothing different than uh than the paul bunyan weekend
1: yeah it it took a few days though i will admit but i i feel i'm back 100% recharged ready to go
0: Yeah, well, that traveling and your air travel and all that gets to you after a while. Yeah. Even though you're just sitting there, you know, doing nothing. Right. And and waiting, it takes it out of you. I know what you mean. Yeah.
1: Well, the one one thing we haven't done uh, for a while with our busy schedule is we haven't uh, checked in for our listener mail.
0: Well, maybe this could be a good spot for our segment called... Listener Mail.
1: Oh, and here we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is our new prop for the Woodhounds podcast. It is Dan's toy steel five hundred eye chainsaw. Yes.
1: We so we have live sound live chainsaw. It doesn't cut very well, it's got a nice little chain, but it's uh it's uh, it does the job. It gives us our sound effects we need
0: in the studio. Cut toy here. logs though.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> but we do have a very interesting uh, email okay. that I wanted to uh, to 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 go through here and um, use for this episode. It was from uh, a listener, Jerry, and he had an interesting scenario where I won't go. I won't read the whole thing because it's kind of lengthy. But <laughs> basically, he said if we were ever stuck in a situation where we had to produce twenty chords of firewood in 30 days what four pieces of equipment to each would we take with us to get this job done Hmm. so we we do have to we have to stack the wood so that's one uh variable but we have unlimited uh you know supply as far as we'd have to go and harvest uh the trees from the forest there's oak there's maple there's cherry so we have so the log
0: supply is not a problem let's pretend then that the logs are already limbed and no 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 no
1: the the trees are standing
0: they are standing yes oh no yeah (laughs) so i know the first thing i would do i'd have you do all the felling and i'll stand way off to the side
1: (laughs) well that was going to be my uh (laughs) when he said what equipment what would you take with you like let's say we're on an island so what would you take with you to the island Number one, I'd bring Scheib. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that okay, well this is the shortest episode yeah. ever. We would bring Scheib and we would just sit off to the side and watch him do everything. Yep.
1: And then we'd be done. <laughs> Twenty chords okay. Fifteen days.
0: Yep. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Woodhounds <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> but he did yeah. he did provide a list. Um, I'll just, like, briefly go through a few items. And then I think maybe what we could do is we could just, like, maybe pick two things each from either, uh-huh. like, our woodyard we have now or maybe something we saw at Paul Bunyan that we could, you know, take with us. Okay. But his suggestions were, like, you know, a chainsaw, excavator, tractor with a grapple um log ox pickeroon, split su split uh, splitter um processor dump trailer atv uh axes and wedges which never i would take those because i'm not swinging an axe <laughs> <laughs> not for 20 cords
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah um you know i think that would be kind of something a little fun here today we could kind of talk through and Uh, hash over the pros and cons of like we have you know four things two each only two items each we can bring
0: that's it yep okay well i think the the first thing you gotta have a chainsaw i guess huh
1: right that that would be if you need to fell trees and gather harvest lumber harvest the logs from the forest i would say Uh you need a chainsaw
0: yeah so let's let's think of this here logically we have to get the trees on the ground. Yep. We, <laughs> if we're going to, uh, if we're going to buck all the logs, we could still use that same chainsaw, but we would need another machine for splitting because I'm not going to swing a maul for 30 cords. No. So we would need to move the logs somewhere if we had a machine and then we need a way to stack them. Well, then we would need a machine to make the firewood.
1: Right yeah so you kind of have to think about that whole workflow process do you want to fell and buck in one location and then take or you know or haul the logs to a location buck them split them and then haul the splits away
0: i don't know yeah well i (sighs) you know i i got my start going out to the woods and cutting trees down i would cut them down I wouldn't split them, but I would load the rounds into my truck and then drive them home and then split them at home. Right. So it just seems to me that if we're going to have a workflow, we would need to. So again, we're going to have to decide (laughs) if we want a big engine, because if we were going to split the logs with like a log splitter, I would probably want to split them where the trees were fell, because I'm going to assume that there's shade there and we could like work in the shade. and then then move the stacks you know move the splits out so that we would need a trailer yeah Mm -hmm. so we're gonna have to decide how we i'm just gonna say this from experience there's no way (laughs) well you know there's a difference between what do you want to do and what must you do uh because i would not be able to do 30 30 cords. 20 cords. <laughs> 20, 20 cords and I couldn't days. do 1 cord a day with a chainsaw and a and a log splitter. I'm sure that some people out there can, but not this guy.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm I'm and I so I don't know if one of the pieces of equipment could be like a processor Because then that you know, because if if you have unlimited supply of timber to harvest, you could then just be selective and, you know, cut everything straight and just haul the logs to a processor.
0: Yeah, and haul and only cut down the logs that'll fit through it.
1: Right. So in that case, we would just need a chainsaw and then some way to move the logs to the processor.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Like a skid steer with a grapple?
1: Yep. Or do you, would you, would you prefer a skid steer tractor or like excavator?
0: Huh? Uh, well, I don't know. An excavator. <laughs> <It would be> <laughs>
1: <nice>. <laughs> so, so we've, we've got, we've got one thing for sure. We, we know we need a chainsaw. Yeah. So now the trees on the ground, you know, I, I always, I kind of think of an excavator as that you can pick. You know, pick the base up and kind of chop the tro- top off, and then turn, uh-huh. swing, put the log somewhere. I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think you probably can't go wrong with any of it. You know, a compact tractor, a skid steer, or a, like a mini excavator. Um, but if if it were me, if I if I had if I had a, a, all three, and I was allowed to pick one. I would probably pick the excavator. I don't yeah. know. It's like something where you can keep the tracks far out of the out of the busy area and just reach the boom in and grab. You know, I, it's got to have a a grab a thumb on it though.
1: Yep, honestly. yep, yep. With the thumb. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. I know that skid steers are kind of nice because they do let you get in there close and you know work in confined uh-huh. areas. And but with the excavator, you could just clear out any underbrush you wanted to move.
0: But where the skid steer or the tractor would have a, an advantage is you could put on, well, I guess they, I don't know if they make those big buckets for an excavator, but you know, you could like bucket around a whole bunch of splits oh, you know, yeah, and, and hole them up at waist height and stack it like that. So you're not bending down to pick it up off the ground to lay it back on the ground somewhere else.
1: Hmm. Yeah. We might have to think about this. The other thing is that a tractor or a skid steer would also allow you to potentially pull around a dump trailer to move wood or, uh-huh. or like you said, just use the bucket. So, hmm. Cause it
0: wouldn't be our dump trailer. <laughs> if think it's <laughs> beat to pieces by a, an excavator bucket. Then so be it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that, that, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The 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 tractor and the skid steer give you a li- think a little more mobility as far as like if you had to move distance yeah. moving product. But the excavator- And I think the
0: skid steer would be more reliable in muddy ground. Yeah. Cuz you know it's going to you know it's going to rain. Right. <laughs> so I okay, I I would choose I've changed my mind. Okay. And I'm and I'm an adult and I'm allowed to change my mind. I'm going to go with the skid steer.
1: I would agree. I think that would be uh, the most versatile piece of equipment for whatever application. Wherever you are, I think you can make that work.
0: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I would imagine they got a hitch on the back of them, don't they, to put the dump trailer on them? Or We wouldn't even need a dump trailer because that would be an extra piece of equipment. I would say that we'll just take the grapple off and we'll put the bucket on. And it's a newer skid steer with that remote button for the uh the release thing (laughs) so you wouldn't even have to get out of the um the the skid steer to um pull the arms up on the on the quick attach yeah i like it and it's got an unlimited full tank of fuel
1: yeah he did say in the email like uh things like fuel food water that's all available unlimited supply or whatever we need okay We're good yeah, there and I want
0: and our skid steer is going to have air conditioning yep okay and a and
1: a, and a oh. cooler of Dr. pepper
0: and I'll run the skid steer <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have so, a chainsaw and a skid steer
1: yes now, so, okay,
0: now what are we going to do? Are we going to buck rounds and take them over to a splitter? or are we going to have a processor Well that's, that's probably going to depend on the kind of the wood we're going to be dealing with.
1: Right. And this is where he didn't he didn't have a processor in his list. So let's assume we can't have a processor. So we're going to need I would think the next logical thing we would need is a log splitter. A hydraulic log splitter.
0: Well, I have my I snuck in my luggage my poof machine. <laughs> And I've just, I just poofed us a processor, problem solved.
1: <laughs> it, well, that then that hand, that that takes care of the yeah the fucking <laughs> and the splitting, and, and we're
0: all, yeah, and we're all done. That was everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Woodhounds <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we do have to stack it though. Oh. Yeah, so I'm a little biased here. Why hydraulic? I think we get a super splitter. I think we get a kinetic splitter.
1: Well, I don't know. Depending on how snarly the wood is, <laughs> although if we're able to pick and choose, maybe. But yeah, the other thing is, um, with a with some of the hydraulic splitters out there, you're able to have a multi wedge, so we could be producing more more quickly.
0: And it doesn't say how small the splits have to be
1: nope
0: so we could just run we could have a big high um auto split box or not even a box wedge just a big four-way six-way knife a hydraulic log lift and an auto um what do you call that thing auto Auto cycle auto cycle (laughs) (laughs) we got the auto cycle and we just we just bang out um so that we would have the bucket for the skid steer on, and the skid steer would be spun around on the output side of the splitter, and we would just start banging out rounds into the into the skid steer bucket. And I would demand that we have a big one, a big oversized bucket.
1: Now I, I just wonder if uh, if that additional attachment to the skid steer would count as an item, a grapple and a bucket.
0: No. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, even if it didn't, we could still do it with a bucket. We just have to be more precise balancing the log and we could find a chain that someone left behind and and ferry the logs like that. Yeah. yeah. Or we could just drag them in the in the place. Yeah. yeah. We can get by with one or the other.
1: Yeah, I I but I, I think the grapple would become would be more handy. So let's just say we can have a grapple and a bucket. So we've got Okay. The, We've got a chainsaw. We've got yep. a skid steer, skid steer. Yep. and a splitter. Yep. One more think, item.
0: Yeah, I think we would be fine with you know just a horizontal, big, beefy. It's got to have a log lift. Yep. Yep. And uh, we would we wouldn't use a conveyor because that would be our fourth item, and we would have our skid steer catch the uh, catch the splits and it can then transport the splits to where it needs to be stacked.
1: Yes. However, here's one one thing I just thought of. That would mean that we would be tying up the skid steer while we're splitting when it could also be bringing more logs to the splitter.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But Yeah, but I would think if we're doing it together, we would probably double up on the... uh, we would double up on on the labor of each step
1: well that's interesting coming from you because (laughs) (laughs) i've been in your wood yard when uh people are around and like somebody made the comment on your live stream you you assume the supervisor role pretty easily (laughs)
0: <laughs> I would walk over to my 1984 Caprice Classic and open the back door and I would get my white helmet sitting in the back window. And then I would put it on and I would walk around and point.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, no, I would think I would think that you know, we would fell and limb and then the skid steer would drag the logs out to a central location. And then when we would have a good supply of those, then we would get the splitter out, turn the skid steer around, then you and me would start splitting until the bucket got full. And then from there, you know, we would either just stack it off of that or just dump them onto the ground and then come back and keep splitting till all the splitting's done.
1: And then stack.
0: Yeah, stacking. Yeah. God, yeah.
1: Cause we do have, we only have 30 days to get this done.
0: Yeah. So. Well, we can't, you know, there's no stacking machine. No. So we we'll, no. we would be the stacking machine. So that would be, we would have to, if we just carried on a one cord a day, we got it in the bag. Yeah. So we could even take a day off when, when, uh, both you and I say the heck with it today. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So we 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 have but we do have one more spot to fill. So would you fill that with like something like a pickaroon or a some type of hand tool to assist? Uh,
0: okay, so we do have one more tool yep. at our disposal. Yes. Wow.
1: Cuz sometimes those be? smaller things are overlooked as being very handy when it comes uh-huh. to
0: production. Well, I think you make a good point, Dan. I have found the hookaroon to be a priceless tool around the yard and i could sense a big pile of rounds and you know how like you get your log splitter right up against them but as soon as you start splitting you know you got a pretty big distance between the next round and the log splitter and that gap keeps growing yeah and like something like a hookaroon, you could sink it into the log and just drag it on the ground yeah to the you know Uh, that could be, that could be our choice. But what about like, is there anything else on the stacking side that would?
1: I don't, I don't think so. Just a multiple pair of pairs of gloves, I think, is all we would need.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we could use bags. You know, I'm down on bags, but this could be a situation where they would benefit us because we could just chuck all the big. Well, does that bagging count as stacking? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would. I don't know. What do you have? an... I would go with. I could go with a small tool like a hooker room. What do you?
1: Yeah. I. I totally agree because, like I said, I think sometimes those are overlooked in the benefit they provide. Just in, um, you know, saving the exertion on your body just from, yeah. you know, bending over, picking up rounds. I mean, once you start using a tool like that, it actually. I think that would be one of the the key things we would need in order to get this twenty cords done in thirty days.
0: Yeah, i I can speak from experience. You know, I went my whole life around firewood until <laughs> two years ago, and I got my first hook of rune and it was one of those, "Wow, where has this thing been my whole life?" Yeah, and it's always the most simple, elegant tool, which has the biggest impact. Yep. Know? it's like living your whole life without a shovel <laughs> you know and then you've been digging holes all your life without a shovel and then one day someone gives you a shovel and you're like holy cow this thing's awesome
1: right yeah that and that's that's one of the things like if we think back to paul bunyan you know you walk around and you're just in awe of all these big machines and all the stuff they can do and then yeah. you you forget oh yeah you know something as simple as a pickaroon
0: really makes uh-huh. a difference yeah I had learned that there's there is a difference, although it's subtle between a pickaroon and a hookaroon. Oh. <laughs> it's just the shape of the of the, the spiky shape of the thing.
1: Hook. Ah, okay. Yeah, and which yeah. which do you prefer? The hook or the pick? Well,
0: I've never all I ever all I ever had was a hookaroon. I don't think I don't think I would appreciate the difference. But they claimed like the hookaroon just has a itty bit of a bit of a hook to it which makes it hold the log better if you want to pick it up off the ground okay yeah when you get one and you start using it you first the first time you start using it man you just sink that thing as far as you can into the log (laughs) yeah because it's cool but then you realize you can't get the darn log off the end of it and then (laughs) so then you start learning there's like this touch About it where you just sink it in just enough to hold the log and then you can pop the hookaroon right out of it when you set the log down where you want. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So all right, so we've we've rounded out our four items. We have a chainsaw. Yes. We have a skid steer.
0: Yes. With air conditioning. With
1: with bucket and grapple. Uh Uh-huh. We have a log splitter, hydraulic log splitter. With multi split wedge.
0: And an auto cycle.
1: And an auto cycle.
0: Yep. And a hookeroon. Right. Because stacking is stacking, you know? If me and you have to do it, and so be it. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. And it doesn't even say it has to be on pallets or off the ground. We'll just stack it and go. Yeah.
1: So 20 cords in 30
0: days would be what? Like
1: two thirds of a cord a day if we went every day yeah well right?
0: it's <laughs> twenty chords and thirty that's that's what I call fantasy <laughs> <laughs> there is just no way there's no way I could ever do that and i had i what well, before I had all my machines i had a you know a triaxle delivered and I had you know in roughly six cords to cut up man it took me weeks <laughs> <laughs> you think you're gonna knock it out and you never do yeah but then again I wasn't you know confined to a desert island with nothing else to do
1: right yeah. but would would you have a preferred um workflow process as far as like would you want to get all the trees felled first or would you want to do like felling and bucking in the morning splitting and stacking in the afternoon or would you you know like what mm-hmm. what's your preferred work style as far as start to finish? yeah
0: that's all depending on the weather and the season. But if we're on a desert island, I would assume that it's hot all the time.
1: <laughs> With no so rain. So the most,
0: yeah, the most labor intensive would probably be the stacking. So that would be for the evening. Yep. Yeah. The, you know, the felling could have all been done in one day to get like two or three days of splitting and stacking. Yeah. You know, and just break it up like that. Because yeah, c- it doesn't have to be, like, one day, one cord. No, no. Although it could, but it depends, you know, that you might have a good day of felling trees and it's going to rain tomorrow, so you want to get all of the, the logs drug into one spot, you know, out of the mud and into the grass kind of a thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I prefer that
1: kind of that break in the action. Like, if I have a lot of rounds bucked up, I don't like to just split nonstop for hours and hours. I like to split for a while, go stack, maybe buck a little more, maybe split a little more. Kind of run a rotation around the different workstations. Just I don't know. I just like breaking things up like that.
0: Uh Otherwise, it yeah. just gets
1: to be too much of the same.
0: Some people are very disciplined and they have their process and that, and they stick with it forever. You know. Yep. And I'm not i i'll mix stuff up and you know, yeah yeah uh, i i think it's probably because i get bored and i gotta have i gotta have some variety in my life
1: <laughs> so you mentioned you were gonna man the the uh the skid steer yeah so i guess that leaves me felling the trees. so keep that and, thing a long ways away <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you'll be doing the 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 felling the splitting and the stacking and i'll be in the skid steer (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i'll come out of the skid steer for lunch
1: yes and and Mm -hmm. dr pepper breaks
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no i would be i would be in there with you You here we've got a task to do we're gonna do it together by golly i'll let you ride that i'll let you drive that skid steer every now and then
1: yeah well Sometimes, sometimes though, it's you know there there's another situation when you're working with people. It's always best to like kind of work towards everyone's strength. So uh-huh. if, you know, if my skid steer still skills aren't up to par, it wouldn't make much sense for me to be driving the skid steer around all the time, because <laughs> that would be wasting time and yeah. not being efficient. So sometimes it is it is good to recognize where your strengths are and then you know.
0: Yeah. not be afraid well, to say that maybe we wouldn't even need a saw to fell trees if i was in a skid steer i'd probably be banging into him and knocking them <laughs> over like that <laughs> i'd have dr pepper spilled all over the inside of the glass of the skid steer from
1: <laughs> as long as you don't have to load a log truck you're fine
0: <laughs> yeah. gosh that was, <laughs> that was an experience
1: yeah so I think we've, we nailed it down. I think we can do this. I think if we were given 30 days to produce 20 cords on a very resourceful desert island, we'd, <laughs> we'd be able to do it. We'd have. Yeah.
0: The, or if we could trade in the hooker for one outside with Scheib, that could be yeah. our number four.
1: Like I said, then we'd have like a two week vacation on the island. We could sit down, yeah. for, relax for two weeks and Scheib would have it all done. And
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> i would say 20 chords that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was that was that was an easy one dan i think we need to have a challenge next time so if there's any other uh scenarios out there that you can think of send it to us to our email address which is
1: Woodhounds at gmail.com all right yeah i think this was a fun little uh thinking exercise what would you really want you know especially coming off the paul Bunyan show where you saw all kinds of stuff and yeah. you know your wish list just was huge like oh uh, I, could,
0: I could use that i could use that i could use that oh my <laughs> i would have i would have gotten one of those gigantic mulchers and just shoved the log right into the whole tree into the side of it and then i would have just raked all of that mulch into a cute little row and say there it's stacked it's just split real small <laughs>
1: i'd have
0: i'd have everything done in one hour these and then i'd I'd take the rest of the 30 days off
1: you didn't say how small the splits could be so there you go
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) we got to find one of those machines dan and do an episode about them i'm still fascinated by those oh my goodness yeah something
1: yeah, there were and that's that's the other thing. So maybe we should do an episode of what's the most amazing machine at Bunyan that you'd want to look at more or, or try to use. Yeah, there, there was, <laughs> there I go. would I'd
0: have a rune standing in front of one of those gigantic mulchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. All right, Dan. Well, I thought this was enjoyable, and I want to thank everyone for listening to the Woodhounds, the most popular firewood podcast in the world.
1: Yes, appreciate all you Woodhounds out there, and uh, yeah, if you have an idea, if you have a, if you have um, an idea of what four things you might want to take, send us an email on
0: that as well. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. All right. So I and my cat and Dan want to tell everyone have fun be safe and and have a great day